Do you want that? Hello, 2023. It is time for some all over the place. Uh, this is Kathleen Turner mixed with a little bit of Peter Brady tonight. Good evening to America and beyond. <clears throat> What's up, Jim Culver? What's, What's up? going on tomorrow? Sound a little bit like uh, Bob Euchre in uh, in uh, Major League Two there for a second. Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I must admit that I only saw that movie once and don't need to see it again. But uh, if, it, if it is uh, Euchre was announcing games for five days straight, I'm going to guess it sounds about the same. <laughs> and and maybe a little little uh, blitzed on whiskey at the time. But yeah, basically. Uh, uh, Marty, you want to handle that whiskey question? <laughs> well, once upon a time, there was a man named Paco, and he drank and he drank, and we all said, uh oh. <laughs> there was a little bit of whiskey imbibing, and right. uh, combined with a lot, a lot of cheering, and just uh, you know, a, a lot of fun in Pasadena, California. And I want I want to thank Mark Valencia, and uh, for getting the ticket, getting things rolling, getting out to the Rose Bowl, and uh, yeah, and Marty, I want to thank you. I want to thank our producer slash girlfriend Christine across from me. Oh my God, I did not realize how shot my voice is today. Puberty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Better late and, than uh, and I'm functioning without a headset tonight, guys. And oh, just a quick warning to our uh, all over the place audience. We are raw this evening. There are a couple of dogs running around and uh, in the event that they get spooked by anything outside, you're, you're going to hear Mabel and Loopy involved in the show tonight. So that's what's uh, going on. I believe that's Loopy too. Loopy too, thank you, Loopy too. You're always worried you're gonna hear my heater in the background. I think I'm fine though. And we, we, uh, you know, we might be able to do that too. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yesterday in uh, Pasadena, uh, bowl game, the Rose Bowl, was out there with some friends, and just I'd never been to a bowl game before. Fee, if you folks, if you've never been to one, uh, much like Ferris recommending uh, a, a particular car, it's choice. I highly recommend it. Uh, wow, and uh, post game. A couple members of our party had the party go a little bit longer. Marty, Sam slash Frodo, tell tell our audience how things went after the uh, after the game. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I'd like to hear from our host. Uh, someone played a football game in the Rose Bowl. Who would that be? Uh, well, I, I I believe it's a team from the middle of Pennsylvania. Uh, we, we've had some people on the show from Penn State, and they played uh, a team from uh, Utah, the Utah Utes. And uh, a very quick divergence there, uh, Penn State, we are, we are known uh, award-winning tailgaters, and we partied next to these uh, and tailgated next to some some Utes, and they, they are worthy. I invited them to party with us anytime in State College. They returned the favor from if we're ever in Utah, and those most amazing people to party with. And it was a, a damn good time. And yes, my, my Penn State Nittany Lions uh, wound up on top. And uh, after the game, Mar Marty, uh, his longtime friend, Mark Valencia, 
were able to enjoy things down on the field. Yes, yes, that was uh, that was quite the adventure. Uh, so, uh, to to give a quick summary, uh, we were standing in the rain on the corner. We watched the people go shuffling downtown. Wait, I digress. So we're standing there in the rain in Pasadena, and my friend Mark says, "His it's raining. It's pouring rain. There's three or so minutes left in a game that was done." And he said, I'm not leaving until the last second, where his wife and kids promptly said, we'll meet you at the motorhome. And I said, Mark, I'll follow you to hell. I'm staying. So we <laughs> and uh, we were drenched. It, was, it wasn't a hard rain, but it was constant. And it I was, was a constant, wearing, yes. I was wearing a short sleeve Penn State uh, jersey. Anyway. So we're down to about, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds, and I see this lady with a, uh, a couple of lanyards and walking away from the field. I said, that's peculiar. And I looked over, we made on contact, and she sauntered over and said, hey. Anyway, I'll leave the uh, details out to, to keep her from being... Uh, Implicated. <laughs> well, you know, I, she told me exactly the story, and I'm not going to tell it. No, but exactly. Some, some things may have been exchanged, and before we knew it, I said, let's go, Mark. And we marched our way down through the throng of youths coming in the opposite direction, leaving very sad faces, and got to the security guard and showed him uh, in the likeness of Wayne and Garth. And he said, right, this little gentleman, and down on the field, we were then blasted by blue and white Penn State confetti cannons. And uh, there was a little secondary gate for, apparently, we had the super duper pass because hardly anybody went through that one. And we just walked up to it like we owned the place. And they looked at our passes and, come on in, gentlemen. And we were on the field with the players, the coaching staff, and the media, and me and Mark. And let me tell you, uh, it felt like Rivendale. It was. <laughs> Sam and Frodo were so relieved. It was amazing. The boys, they couldn't have been more gracious. Pictures and handshakes and hugs. And it was, they made us feel like family, which, of course, you know, they probably thought we might have been because there was no one else on the field. Uh, and uh, a little side note uh, the host here took some pictures, and I noticed in one of them, uh, with the whole team. I cannot believe that you guys were in the picture I took. <laughs> I see me and my friend, a couple of dummies standing there amongst all the team, celebrating with them like we did something. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, Mark held back tears. He's a, by the way, a, not an alum, but as close as you can get uh, and still be uneducated. He, uh, you know, from a little kid, he, you know, his brother played. Pop Warner and he couldn't play. He was too young. The colors matched Penn State. There it was. It stuck. He was six years old or seven years old. So uh, he repeated many times, this is the greatest day of my life. And it was really up there for me. And I'm not necessarily a Penn State fan. And I was just blown away. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, you're a football fan. You're, you're, you've known Mark your whole, pretty much your whole life. You know how much it meant to him. So, I, I you know, that – Certainly transferred to you. And as far I've known Mark, what, a couple years now? And that guy, he's honorary Penn State as far as I'm concerned. His house is as decked out in blue and white as mine is. 
probably more so. The guy is he's hardcore, and his his RV was Penn State Central yesterday for tailgating, and it was just beyond amazing day. Just an unforgettable day in every way she could perform. And knowing you guys were down in that field and everything you told our audience now and what you guys were telling us when you got back to the RV last night, which took a little while because Sam and Frodo took the longest way back, but that's okay. (laughs) This part of the story, (laughs) it takes a turn for the ridiculous. So I was Oh, uh, Marty, our producer uh, wanted me to ask you what your favorite kind of curb is. (laughs) Single. I don't like the double curb. Double curbs are scary. Uh, so uh, I played the uh, role of, of uh, Frodo in this one. Let's go. <laughs> I'm leading the way. We're, he- we're done with, you know, we've exhausted all our adrenaline and joy, and we're just floating and talking about it as we're walking from, oh, and a, a quick aside. You said for me, being on the field or whatever, I lost track of Samwise Ganji somewhere. And I was wandering <laughs> around by myself. And I was looking for Mark and I was kind of swiveling around looking and I looked down and I was standing on the roads. I almost, I mean, I welled up a little bit. I couldn't believe I was standing in the middle of the field on the rose, in the Rose Bowl. It was, it was incredible. Anyway. Wait, you're a Southern Californian. I mean, that that's, that's your backyard, that stadium. That, you know what it means. Oh, I mean, that, it's iconic and I've been there multiple times for different things and it's always amazing. Always amazing. I don't care how narrow those tunnels are. It was amazing. So, uh, so off we go, we walk from the 50 yard line straight down through the Penn state end zone, which is the direction we were headed and uh, mingled with the band for a while and then, uh, kept on going. And I said, all right, well this way. And we start walking and it's raining and we're talking and, we're high-fiving, we're seeing other Penn State people, we're just in the groove, and we're walking, and we're walking. And pretty soon <laughs> I see the front of the, the big sign of the Rose Bowl, and I said to myself, hmm, I don't remember seeing that when we walked from the motorhome to the gate, which took five minutes, <laughs> and it's been about 20. So I quickly changed course. Needless to say, uh, Sam and Frodo walked about a mile in the wrong direction. Um, (laughs) But we didn't seem to even care. We just went, oh, and go this way. It was uh, hilarity at its finest uh, with with my brother. And we didn't, uh, my feet didn't even hurt, you know, just it was walking on clouds. It was amazing. Amazing. If you can get to a bowl game, especially the Rose Bowl, um, it's just, it's spectacular. It's the the atmosphere. Until you do it, you don't know. Yeah, and, and that was my first opportunity. Well, not my first opportunity. I lived in California the, the previous two times Penn State went. I wasn't able to make it. And then I moved to Arizona, and all of a sudden I'm going to the Rose Bowl the first time they get there. <laughs> you know, you did travel two-thirds as far as the Utes did. I mean – and, and they traveled. That that stadium was just a sea of red, white, and like hat. You you were guessing 70, 70 30. Yeah, we, I'm, we I'm guessing more 60, 40, but you you had the better angle than I did. But it was yeah, just we could see all the white all together, and it was about thirty percent. Now, sure, there was a smattering throughout the rest of the stadium, but it was it was red, 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 red. 
and uh, you know, gracious people, gracious people. Uh, <laughs> a funny thing happened. I'm a little afraid to say it, but well, what the heck? Let's just do this. It's all over the place. This there you go. Encourage anybody, um, but just to show the uh, to show the uh, you know the camaraderie, the way people were. Some guy coming the other direction. We were Penn Stating it up, you know, high fiving, and we are, and all that. And he said, uh, Sandusky, oh, too soon. And I said, quickly, magic underwear. Oops, too personal. And all of his friends laughed out loud. Oh. Nobody got offended. They just laughed. It was funny. You know, everybody was just, it was good. Uh, I was very insulting, but they didn't get insulted. They just, they laughed at their friend and he laughed and it was great. <laughs> you, That's you know, a pretty good comeback, I must say. That that is you, I, this is the first time I've heard this story, and that, that is. But you're yeah. you're gonna have to explain to the uh, the blonde in the room or the uh, uh, highlighted blonde in the room that I, I don't understand the joke. Magic underwear is that a, a Utah thing that I don't know? No, the, so Utah is predominantly Mormon, uh, right? Big hub for the Mormon religion, um, and. Uh, one of their kind of dirty little secrets, because it's a little embarrassing, is that they have sacred undergarments uh, that they wear, and it's supposed to protect them from various things, and some of which is impure, unclean thoughts. And these undergarments are special. They're blessed by the, I don't exactly know because I'm not a Mormon, but uh, <laughs> I did do some research on this. And so they're they're they've been blessed and their specific undergarments and there's some scriptures in the bible that they point to to kind of justify this and they wear them under their clothes to uh keep to help keep them pure i think it's a symbol mainly but there you go so everybody else calls them magic underwear yeah i used to i used to work in an office full of uh mormons and some of the nicest people i ever worked with but yeah if you ever want to want to drop a drop a uh, verbal bomb a verbal grenade into the the situation magic underwear is a great way to do it well marty i i your, your official penn state now too i i love the comeback before i knew what it was i love it even more now now on behalf of those of us who know jerry sandusky and we're not going to get any more of that but is innocent thank you for the comeback thank you <laughs> Wait, wait. So, Marty, you're going to tell me you were down on the field with all that media, and you didn't like stick your head in front of a camera and plug our show on on, <laughs> on the air? I mean, come on! What a, well, what an opportunity, I can, I can. man! <laughs> yeah, well, Jim, the, the next bowl game that I go to, uh, Marty's going to come along too. You're invited. We're all AOTP Nation. All of you, you know who you are or aren't. Uh, we're we're going to get T-shirts that have all over the place on it. We'll walk nice. around. We will be, un, you know, unabashed whores. I could shameless, uh, shameless horse. So I will tell you this: uh, during the time when I was looking for Samwise Gamgee, um, I decided I'm just going to go ahead and do a little, a little video clip of here I am, you know, at the Rose Bowl type thing. And uh, so I flipped the camera around and pointed at myself, which I don't do very often. Did the whole hey, here I am, the 2023 Rose Bowl. Penn State just laid it on to the Utes. It was a fun time, great day. I'm down here on the field, courtesy of a field pass. I got about there when security started coming over to me. <laughs> so I hit stop, and I'm like, okay, I got to explain myself. So they just, 
that was a whole other thing. The guy says, uh, he looks at my, he goes, uh, uh, how you doing? I said, good. And he starts looking at my lanyard or my badge. And I said, is there a problem? And he flipped it. He goes, it's backwards. And he flipped it around and dusted off the confetti. Have a good day, sir. I was like, oh, I think so, somebody. Holy shit. Yeah, By the crazy. way, nice work with the uh, Lord of the Rings references on uh, J.R. Tolkien's birthday. Oh, I, see, I, I had very timely. In the beginning. Yeah, I find it from the beginning. <laughs> I had right. no freaking idea that it was Tolkien's birthday. No idea. Coincidence can be pretty coincidental sometimes. And I will say this one last thing, uh, not to, uh, I don't want to go too far with my little adventure, even though it was amazing. And really, uh, it just, when you see the picture, you go, wow, look at that. A whole bunch of important people and those two idiots. So uh, Mark, Mark, said, Mark asked me, how in the hell did this happen? How did this happen to us as we're outside now walking? And I said, God loves an idiot. That explains the whole thing. Living proof right here. Oh, you, 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 you did uh, Nittany Nation proud last night. Nittany Nation, they're proud. And uh, Jim, what, what was your New Year's like this year? How, how did you ring in 2023? Uh, we, it was, we kept it pretty low-key. We, uh, we mostly just, just, just chilled out as a family. Uh, most of our friends and relatives were either sick or out of town, so we just kind of chilled out. Uh, we, we, uh, my, my missus went to bed early, so me and my, my kids stayed up and watched movies until midnight, and then at midnight went out on the porch and watched the uh, fireworks go off. And uh, I, I may have undertaken a few libations in the, in the meantime as well. So good times had by all. But uh, yeah, I kept it pretty low key this year for various reasons. Well, adults are allowed to have adult beverages, so nothing wrong with that. Indeed. Uh, watch any new movies with them or some fa some family favorites or what, what was on the agenda? Uh, we we broke out uh, uh, X-Men, which I've always wanted to show him and he's finally old enough for. So, uh, so uh, the original one, the Brian Singer one? The original, and yeah, he thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. Popped a lot of popcorn, had some, just had some good father-son bonding time, and uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good night. Oh, that sounds awesome! And by the way, yeah. uh, that that question, Eric, that you just asked, sounded a little to me because I was thinking it myself, like asking, uh, I don't know, Dave Grohl, you know, what do you listen to? Yeah, the movie expert. What would you watch? <laughs> I had that vibe. <laughs> I, I i have my moments <laughs> with four question marks at the end and you know, um marty and i uh, also i, I I'm a gracious host you and your wife nicole thank you very much for that and you know when we got in on sunday you and i got to watch a little pittsburgh steelers football and that was uh, yeah. a good time yeah, with a, with a, some questionable refereeing uh and i hope you have been able to watch the, the latest episode of pittsburgh dad Yes, I just watched it about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that was one of the best Pittsburgh dads in a while. That, that was that was good times as always. And and on a, on a more somber note, though, uh, we we got uh, after our, the football game after the the Rose Bowl yesterday, uh, some bad news came in from the Monday night football game between the Bengals and uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo Bills player uh, Demar Hamlin. Uh, went down after a fairly routine, not illegal hit. He just took a, a shot to his chest, went down, got back up, and within seconds fell back down again. 
with some cardiac problems. And he is, uh, he's 24 years old and he's uh, currently still in critical condition as of uh, what, an hour, uh, two hours ago, but he is, his, his breathing is improving. He's, he's the pendulum swinging in the right direction, but heart, heart problems are, are the root cause as le- as we've been told right now. And uh, also in the last uh, day, uh, a former NFL player, uh, NFL veteran, Uche, and I apologize if I'm, I'm messing this up. And Marty, you, you know the NFL better than I do, but uh, Uche Nuaneri, did I get that right? Uh, it doesn't okay. sound and, well, like I'm it on, on TV, but I don't know how to do it either. Okay. Doing my best to get that one uh, correct, but uh, Uche, uh, with uh, former Jacksonville Jaguar, uh, 38 years old, uh, passed away from an enlarged heart with an, an acute heart failure. This is becoming too commonplace. Yeah, and of course, Franco Harris passing away recently uh, from a heart condition that, again, we don't know if any of these guys took the, uh, the quote unquote vaccine for COVID-19. We know that uh, Franco's family has had heart arrhythmia problems through the years. So I and I, I don't want to play doctor on this one, but at the same time, how many of these are going to be coincidences before we start to anyone really wants to look at what was put into people's systems over the last two years? Well, stop me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe the NFL actually required its players to get the, get the shot before they would be allowed to play uh, a year or two ago. If I remember right. Uh, very accurate, and actually, there was a uh, there was a big, uh, almost a big suspension and a big problem um, for a couple of players. Uh, one was a crazy person, so we'll ignore that. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he he didn't want to take the vaccine. He refused to take it, and he held back and held back and held back. And eventually, there was some middle ground made, but uh, he didn't want to do it, and. <laughs> They were requiring players to do it. Um, uh, quick, quick pause here on the uh, the host end. <laughs> Peter Brady, get under the bed, quick. I, I'm going to be quiet for a second. Hopefully, the dogs will follow suit. Uh, okay, sorry about that, Mark. You're you're saying. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, they were they were definitely uh, pressuring these guys to to be vaccinated, and there was. Eventually, they passed down the rule that, you know, everybody's got to do it. Um, but uh, they eventually uh, acquiesced to Aaron Rodgers and they, you know, they, they came up with a solution because he's a star. But uh, everybody else just, you know, marched on in, got their little stick. Uh, I don't. It, and did, did the NFL require it of all people attending games as well? Um, uh, no, but uh, they did the mask mandate. Uh, okay. They did not. They did not. Uh, and there were certain stadiums that wanted to, and but and they may have even, and I'm not sure on this one. They may have even uh, required it at some stadiums, but the NFL themselves did not. Oh wow! So so they actually left it to almost like a states' rights issue then, per uh, se. I don't think so because uh, they don't you know have any authority on the on the on the venue. So I think. Oh no! I mean, I'm just it. likening it to the NFL allowed each stadium to kind of act as their own sovereign entity, so to speak. 
Yes, I, I, I get the analogy, Peter Brader. Uh, the okay, I'm done with that joke now. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, uh, they they act independently of each other all the time. Um, so uh, the NFL not acting and the some stadiums acting, I think, where they're they're pretty mutually exclusive. And it wasn't like the NFL said, "You guys do what you want." They already do what they want. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Okay, that's that's more. You know, the, the NFL doesn't dictate. You know that kind of thing. So, uh, but I uh, I missed that part. Sorry. I did read. Uh, I did read a uh, you know a pretty good article uh, earlier today, uh, doing a little show prep, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, and he's I can go through all his letters and numbers, but he's you know highly decorated. A doctor. Um, so uh, a quick little paragraph from this story really um, jumps out because even though it's anecdotal, it's, it's an eye opener. So McCulloch noted that peer review literature shows that shows the vaccine cause my, my, myocarditis. Myocarditis. He cited a UK study that found about 100 base, fatal cases of myocarditis linked to the vaccine linked to the vaccine that's important and he referenced the case uh, case report published in august in the journal archives of pathology that found a connection between a second dose of the pfizer vaccine and myocarditis myocarditis the m word <laughs> we'll, just call it, we'll just call it heart trouble uh in two adolescents and the and lastly a case study in by uh, a south South Korean researchers presented the autopsy findings of a 22-year-old man who developed chest pains five days after the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine and died seven hours later. So these are studies specifically about this, and they all came to the conclusion that, yes, that is what did it. And, and this information is still getting buried. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or just not, not as widely known. Like how far did you, you, you were a very savvy guy when it comes to research and how much did you need to dig to, to find that? Uh, page two of Google and it wasn't labeled properly. It was a little trickery in the wording and I clicked on it anyway, cause I had a feeling and sure enough. And here's the thing, clarkcountytoday.com. I mean, that's a juggernaut, right? Nobody's, nobody's publishing this stuff. That is a, would you not say that's not a massive news story? It's, 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 you know, that would shake people to their foundations. If this was on CNN, Fox, or NBC, Nightly News, or whatever. If this report here was on something a little, you know, slightly notable. Have you ever heard of ClarkCountyToday.com? It would be a massive news story if it was on the list of approved topics that the news are allowed to actually talk about, but sadly yeah, it's not. It is not, and it won't be. It won't be because, uh, you know, they they got what they needed. You know, they needed uh, a, a way to, to, you know, remove some liberty, and they did. And now that they've done it, they can move on and just go, oh, <laughs> I guess we were wrong. Anyway, did you notice that? You know, I just the way it goes. The way it goes. 
if only someone on the show knew a very respected reporter who just mm. found Liberty, one of their if best only. friends. If, if only. Know <laughs> anybody like that? I don't know. Well, I, I do have a family member that uh, I think uh, when the time is right, I'm going to uh, tap into said person and uh, you can you can let Jim on the joke offline here. Yes, um, yes. It's a real person. <laughs> it's, it's, it's legit, Jim. It's very legit. And you know what, Chris, uh, I'm going to talk, producer Christine, please, we will talk. We're going to add this person to the list to come on the show, Marty. All righty. And I will let you if know. She, if she will have us. Yes. And, I, and I'll let you guys know uh, when it feels appropriate. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Looking forward to it. She's a longtime reporter that now has decided I, I've done my job and, and towed the company line and, you know, because, hey, I'm at work and I'm doing what they want, but now I'm going to retire from that and I'm going to talk about the things I think now. And <laughs> she is unloading, let me tell you. Every revolution starts with one person and she's one of those people. So I, it's... it's it just still boggles. It shouldn't boggle my mind because I know how the news, quote unquote, news works. And when you again, going back to DeMar Hamlin, who is 24 years old, going down on an injury that he likely shouldn't go down. Boucher Nuaneri. Again, my apologies if I'm mispronouncing that name. These are just two people in a list that keeps growing and growing. And a lot of them are athletes, supposedly the most fit people in the world. And nobody and nobody wants to talk about it. Not on the approved list, like you said, Jim. Oh, and well, and, and over in Qatar, those uh, those young men that that died of the uh, quote unquote happy heart syndrome. You know, <laughs> I mean, these these stories are just piling up, but it's just we're just not allowed to actually talk about them the way we should. Yeah, I mean the the top, the very top of the Google uh, search. Article misrepresents CDC data, data falsely links deaths to COVID. Right at the top. Why is that one at the top? Page two. Yeah. Anyway. So, and there's just, I mean, if you just scroll down, I mean, it's, you know, uh, the film died suddenly, uh, rehashes debunked claims. the anti-vaccine documentary died suddenly. Wants you to believe that you know, no evidence for a rise in sudden death. It's just one after another saying it's bullshit, but you have to weed through that to find the one that's giving you data, not some former journalist saying what he's being told to say. Because uh, really, data is king. I don't, I don't care what the subject is. The data rules. Facts are facts. Yep. And, uh, you you know when you but you know Americans aren't hungry so we don't drill down we don't we don't want to know we're not hungry. Go to sleep, America. Turn on your American gladiators. Go to sleep, America. Your government is taking care of you. Yeah. yeah. Bill Hicks, rest in peace. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of a lot of uh, topics that I'm I would say I'm libertarian on. I'm usually one one side or the other, but. Uh, pretty strongly, but uh, vaccines, I'm very libertarian on. I've always believed that 
you know, they're generally a good thing, but people should always, always have the freedom to choose that under any circumstances and for themselves and their, and their families. And the fact that that wasn't even made an option here, that ever the entire country was just pressed into this and not allowed to even have a discussion about it is continues to give me chills to this day. And I know people that have had good experiences with the vax and I know people that have had bad experiences with the vax. So I don't know, I can't say for sure whether it's, you know, all good, all bad, somewhere in the middle. I just know that this should have been, been taken with the spirit of freedom from the beginning and it wasn't. And the fact that that nobody's looking at it and saying, and, and looking back at with any kind of perspective is, is pretty frightening. Nobody in power. I mean, yes. And, and the sheeple just continue to drone on. And here's something that I, I'm not sure why no one connects these or uh, has this line of questioning. It, let's just forget about the effectiveness of the vaccine for a minute, right? Let's just say it's pretty good and it helped a lot. I still don't believe it should be mandated. Right. And people would argue, well, you're putting people at risk, not if the vaccine works. That's mm-hmm. the nobody will connect those dots. No one will do the simple math of if your vaccine works, will you care if I get it or not? Nobody, nobody any other vaccine, and I so refuse to call this one a vaccine, it's a glorified flu shot, what people yeah, were right. pressed into doing. I got again no problem with vaccines that have been tested and whatnot, but I may not have gotten, I mean I did, but like a of rubella or or mumps or something like that right so anyway it's yeah I, and and here's something else you 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 will catch most of the uh, the the sheep will you know with, without skipping a beat they'll immediately go to something stupid like well well what about the polio vaccine you got something against that of course they don't of course they don't Apples and you know why you know, we get some fucking apples and bowling balls. I mean, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid yeah. comparison. You're comparing yeah. something that was tested, retested, administered, and it worked to something that they, that was not tested, skimmed over, rushed out to market, and then mandated, and at the end of it all, didn't work. The complete two opposite things. It, 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 it oh, why get hyperbole? Why let hyperbole get in the way of a, of a, yeah. a an honest analogy, please? Because you really can't. I, I'm not anti-government. I'm not. I am a libertarian at heart, but I am not anti-government. But when they overreach, I am anti-that. You know, right? I guess that's something that a lot of people can't get around because the government is necessary. The Fed's a little big for my taste, but whatever. It is necessary, but when they overreach, when they overstep, when they overtax, when they over anything, I have an opinion on it. I should everyone. I, I'm, I'm good with government as long as they stay within the preamble of our Constitution. And after that, don't overreach. Exactly. But I, 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 I do. Right I am. <laughs> but it, it has to. You can't just force it through. You just can't. Right. Well, Obviously, but I, I definitely want to send prayers out to Damar Hamlin and and uh, and his family, and and Buffalo Bills Nation, and uh, 
Let's just keep it where it's 2023. Let's keep thinking with our own brains, people. And, uh, oh, Marty, really quickly, we did. I, uh, <laughs> it's Neil Sean. Neil Sean, guitarist for Journey, not Sean. It is Neil Sean. So. All right. Look, looked it up. That there, there was my research for the last few days. Uh, and man, my throat. I think it's time. To, do believe it's time to rest this thing. And I just want to say Happy New Year again to my co-hosts, our producer, and uh, and uh, we're going to be back next week. And uh, uh, Rose Bowl, good times, my friend Marty, and. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for the next one. So uh, all over the place, we are back in 2023. And check us out one more week down the line, folks. Take care. We'll hear you and talk to you then. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Happy New Year. <laughs>